This Tennis.com podcast is brought to you by the Head Utech Star Series, offering more power, more control, and more comfort to your tennis game. Head, the power of you. And now here's your host, Ed McGrogan. Welcome, everyone. Tennis.com podcast, the Davis Cup final preview edition. I'm here, Ed McGrogan, with Peter Bodo and Steve Tigner. Pete's back from a hunting trip. He was just, but he's still talking about hunting, so he's. He's a hunting man. He's got the hunting book out. Tough year so far. Time is dwindling. Whitetail Nation. Yeah. That's the book. Yeah, if well, anybody check, wants to buy it, please that. buy it. That's right. I got to get that. Check that one out. Um, we got, like I said, Davis Cup final this weekend. We'll have coverage, I should mention, from Tom Parada over in Belgrade. Uh, so check out his reports Friday, Saturday, and Sunday on Tennis.com. Racket Reaction, of course, and all the uh, all the other bells and whistles that come with it. So make sure you check out the website, and we got the podcast right here, and we'll have another one uh, on Monday after after the, the event is concluded. It's an early start for us here in East, right, Ed? I mean, we got, we're going to have to get up at 7 o'clock in the morning to watch that they're, stuff. Yeah, their uh, 9 a.m. start is what I saw on Friday. You're asking a lot of us. 8 a.m., actually. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, this 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 is a six- or seven-hour time difference from the eastern, eastern zone. So. When was the last time you woke up at 8 a.m. to watch Gilles Simone? Um, I don't think I've ever done that. That's going to be something new. <laughs> it's, I'm used to it from hunting season, so yeah. it's like 5 a.m. I'm up. But uh, yeah. yeah, Simone was named today as the second singles. It went, and I think somewhat of somewhat of a surprise over Michael Loder, who had the really good run in Paris. But uh, but I was thinking that that Loder could possibly be he he would go in doubles, of course, with Arnold Clement, and he could possibly shift in Sunday as a good little. Uh, just see how Simone does. And Serbia ended up choosing, choosing Tip Sarvic for their second singles. Not a huge surprise. He's been a big Davis Cup performer. And then the big guys, of course, are, are Monfils for France, Djokovic for Serbia. And the first match tomorrow will be Monfils against... Is this correct again? Tip Sarvic. Monfils, Tip Sarvic is the first, first match. match yeah. and, it's, and we were talking just before. This is a, it's a pretty decisive match just right off the bat when you kind of look ahead to the other ones. I think it's a great match for, um, uh, for Serbia. I think the draw really worked out very well for them because basically Tip Sarvic and Monfils, I think, are one and one. So, and so the home crowd, that goes, you know, in Davis Cup, my feeling is always when you're at home in Davis Cup, the pressure is really intense. When you're away, it doesn't matter so much because everybody hates you there anyway. So, you know, you choke, you know, you screw it up. You know, it's not as bad, but, you know, they're expecting a lot. The Serbs, this is, this is. I mean, Djokovic called it the most important moment of our lives. So basically, you got to figure Tipsarovic is going to go out there and give it his best. He's actually really stepped up as a Davis Cup player. But even more importantly, I think it sets up the second match. Djokovic is a guy who's really under pressure in terms of, you know, he's the icon there. He's the guy who's created this whole Serbian, you know, uh, suddenly put him on a map in international tennis. And now he gets Gilles Simon, who I think, you know, look, I mean, Gilles Simon's kind of soft in my opinion. Uh, you know, the last time they played, I think I think it was Beijing or one of the fall tournaments. The last time they played, it was I think it was 2-4 two, two and four or 2-3. and three. I mean, Djokovic pretty much crushed him. So Djokovic should go into that match really comfortable, especially if Tipsarovic gives him, gives him a cushion with an upset of Monfils, which is possible. Yeah, well, it's Tipsarovic is... Is it better for him to get the first match or, or end up with the second match? The first match is good. Um, he just goes out without having to worry, without having to watch anything, without having to let the pressure build up. He plays – I think the first match will be the – that is the, definitely the key for France. Monfils, I think, needs to win that match. Simone is somewhat of a sacrificial lamb to Djokovic. Tipsarovic is 3-2 and two against Monfils. 
Um, but Monfils won the last time they played. Tipsarevich is a, which is I was surprised to see today that he's a, he's 25 and 10 in singles in his Davis Cup career. So he's been at it for a long time. Monfils is three and one. So you've got a lot of experience. You've got a guy, Monfils, who may not, who's been good at home, but may not react to this well. But you've got Tipsarevich who's going to have a lot of pressure. We'll see see how he reacts to that. So I would say that's I would give that, that nod that to. Um, Tip Sarovich, even though that's that's going to be a crucial match. Yeah, yeah I stand corrected on that head to head. I guess I mean I, you know, it's funny. I went when I went to look at the head to heads on a Davis Cup website. It said no data available. I put in the names. I think I did it correctly. No data. So I went to the ATP website. But at any rate, you know, because somebody had written in one of the in, the in the official Davis Cup blog that he had a positive head to head. Tip Sarovich did over both of the French players, Lodra anyway. He does, which is surprising Monfils. to me. Tip Sarovich is ranked fiftieth, and Monfils is twelfth. I mean, Monfils is the superior player. We'll just see how. See how it works out this weekend. Yeah, and um, what I what I like about these matches, this final actually in general, is is a lot of the participants uh, have been playing very well of late. You can kind of go down the road for both teams. You got Djokovic who had a who had a, a strong fall and still, I think, in a way, riding off of the U.S. Open play he did. Um, Troisky, who's going to play in doubles, he won a term a fall tournament, and then Monfils and Lodra. Both of those two were semi were at least semifinalists in Paris, Monfils to the final. So there's a lot of guys who are coming into this that uh, not just aren't just kind of gearing up for da- kind of gearing up for Davis Cup, but they've also had a lot of tours also. Well, Lodra also he could be an underrated force in this. If it's if it's one one after the first day, then he plays doubles and he could he could fill in for the final singles as well. He might be the stronger player at the end. He would play Tipsarovich. They might want to they might want to use him, rest him, you know rest him for the first day and use him for the last two days. And the doubles, I think, is, you know, it's, it's four strong guys. Troitsky, Zemanjic, um, Clement, Lodre, Lodre, and Clement, very strong uh, four players. That becomes a, also another key match because the, on Sunday, Monfils would play Djokovic, which is, which is not, a, um, that's not a given. It's somewhat of a toss-up there. Mm-hmm. Well, this shows the beauty, I think, of the, uh, the, the rule change in the ITF. You know, it used to be, I remember the days when they used to pull the names out of the hat, who plays who first, who plays who second. You know, doubles always was, of course, on Saturday and the Sunday the reverse singles. But then when the ITF changed that, they only draw one name now. They draw a name of one singles player because it's now mandated that the twos and ones play each other and that the mm-hmm. number ones always play the fourth match. And this, you know, this really is shaping up. I mean, I think we could see a Serbian whitewash here, three, three zip Serbia, but it's much more likely that it'll be you know, more like a two-to-one or possibly even a one-two score, which means that that fourth match, as the ITF envisioned, is going to be a really, really critical match. Yeah. Who who do you guys, just to go back to the doubles, who do you guys give the edge in that? Because I, I think that's, well, that's the one match that, besides the singles that we know is going to take place. They're not going to, the, all the four of those guys are Lodren, established. Lodren and are both, you know, excellent um, they've been at it for a long time, so I think you sort of those two guys negate each other. I think the one thing that might tip it one way or the other is just the home crowd and also what the score is at that point. I don't, I don't see anything else that would lead me to say one team is is clearly going to win or not. I would say yeah. I would give it to the Serbs because they're in Serbia. I was also wondering with the, with the score and what it is. At what point does the pressure really? I mean, you could you could kind of say the pressure the pressure is already on Serbia, but when does it really start to? To ratchet up, at, is it is it when they are? Uh, it's when they lose that first match, yeah. or if they lose that first match. I think then that's so. You know, you could look at the from the French side. You could say, well, we've got a good draw because Monfils, 
you know, can beat Tipsarovich. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dudovich is going to be a tough enough for anybody, but Monfils can beat, ought to beat Tipsarovich really on form. And so now if they go in and put Djokovic goes out under a lot of pressure against a guy like Simo, who's really a good ball striker and a guy could, the guy's, capable of really brilliant stretches and flashes. So he, if, if, if Novak's a little bit tight, he's, oh, we're behind one nothing. The crowd's a little bit anxious here. This guy is going to play in lights out because he's up one nothing. so we swinging from the heels. You know, that could, that could really become true. The crowd, a critical thing. Depending on the first match, the crowd can become a totally different force. Exactly. But I still like, I still like the fact that Djokovic... You know, Djokovic is in position of playing second match. He'll be motivated. You know, if they're down one, one, he'll be you know super motivated. If they're down by a match, and if he, and if they're up by a match, more importantly, you know, I think he's you know he he's going to be chances are he'll be a lot more relaxed. So I think Tipsarovic can essentially you know have the biggest impact on yeah. his tie, even if he even if no matter what happens in the fifth match with with how he performs against Monfils. In the fourth match, would, the Monfils Djokovic match would be played fourth. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And uh, leaving. Come on, Eddie. We need some Davis leave, Cup love here. To, Don't tell me you're one of these Davis Cup dissenters. You got danger, Davis Cup. Uh, you're the uh, the defender of the Davis Cup. That's for sure. Even even though you may report other yeah, when you get uh, when you get down to this weekend, I think everybody defends the Davis Cup. Yeah, right? it is, this is when it's great. It is. This tennis.com podcast is brought to you by Head Utech Star Series, offering more power, more control, and more comfort to your tennis game. The UTEC Star Series is geared for players looking to add more power to their game and was developed with the help of tennis legends Andre Agassi and Stephanie Graff. Head to your local tennis store and check out the UTEC 6-star, 5-star, 4-star, and 3-star models to amplify your game. And for a limited time, purchase any Head UTEC racket and receive a free backpack. Visit headpromo.com to find a store in your area. Okay, before we get to the predictions of this final, the uh, I know you've we've been dropping some hints here, us three here, but let's hit uh, one more thing on Novak Djokovic, who I think Pete you wrote about yesterday. He's kind of the centerpiece of this final. I think, irregardless of what what the other matchups t- turn out to be at this point, it, when you look at this final and you and you look back at Novak Djokovic's year, he's gone out of his way to tell us that this is this is his major event. This is his. Super Bowl, everything, and we and we look back at his results of this year. I remember us talking about an earlier podcast how Djokovic played fantastic in some of the early ties, particularly the one against the U.S. And thereafter, in Indian Wells and Miami, he wasn't very strong. He clearly has built his year, consciously or not, around the Davis Cup. And I just want to know what you guys kind of think about that approach. And if this is a really, if Serbia and Djokovic win this, if this is his. Career achievement. I well, guess sometimes it works and sometimes it sometimes it backfires. But Andy Roddick has you know built a season, you know emphasized Davis Cup a lot in his career, and he ended up winning one. Somebody like David Nalbandian also emphasized Davis Cup one year over everything else, and that backfired in the final. They end up losing. Um, Nothing like putting yourself under a lot of pressure. Yeah, though. I know. Djokovic has been talking about That's Davis Cup since February. That's the thing. Who knows how he react? But he's done. He's he's come through so far this year. He hasn't lost any singles matches, which makes me think that. Um, He'll come through again in this, even even though, you know, I think it works out either way for him if he's the second match. If Tipsarevich loses, 
he's got to stop that momentum. If Tipsarevich wins, then the whole place, then then he rides that momentum. So I think it works out. You know, he lost that doubles match, too, which was kind of interesting. That was kind of an interesting thing. Now, granted, maybe the guys played lousy. You don't read too much into it. On the other hand, you can also look and say, you know, Zimanjic is a doubles doubles specialist. Now, he gets paired with a great singles player. These guys ought to be cleaning up one, one, and one or something. You think because one guy's a doubles expert, the other guy's one of the world's greatest players. And they always say, you know, conventional wisdom says that if if the world's best players play doubles, they would be the best doubles teams in the world. So, you know, Zimanjic actually choked pretty badly in that last match. I think he was a little intimidated having to play alongside Djokovic. Djokovic so, is not he's not a good double not a great doubles player. Right. He's I mean he's a singles guy. So that that was kind of a disaster. So Troisky is going to make Zimanjic can go out there and strut his stuff like the big doubles player that he is. Uh, so I think it's better for Djokovic in a lot of different ways, you know, health wise too. I think it's too early though to say it's a career type moment. Uh, but you know, the guy is certainly hungry. He's playing against potentially, you know, maybe the two greatest players of all time. And you know, he's been he's been right in a mix right, right with those guys. So there's a chance for him to get a little bit of payback, a little bit of love for his talent and ability. So I I think he'll be primed. So for Djokovic, does he he sweep his singles matches and, and take this and, and give Serbia only needing one more point to win this all? My my thought on this is I think that I see Loder and Coma. I've watched them in person before. They beat the Bryans before I saw them. And they're one of the only pe- only teams to have done that in Davis Cup play. Uh, I think France will actually take that doubles tie, uh, so, and it, I guess it. On Saturday, it comes after the big Friday wave. It's kind of its own little independent thing. I think that sort of benefits France in a little bit. But overall, I see Serbia taking this, I think, 3-1 to one even. Um, but that's my prediction. What, what do you guys think? Steve? Um, I hate to agree with that. That's boring, but I think that's right. That's what I would say. Serbia 3-1. Serve your three zip, three zip, all right. Yeah, going out the limb. They're yeah. fired up. They're going to have sixteen thousand people screaming like crazy. They're going to be high five and back padding. You know, I think, and, and I don't think the French, the French just don't seem to me to have the kind of character that you look for in a team that's going to go in there and really stick to those guys. You know, despite you know the conditions and stuff. I think. Uh, I think Serbia is well positioned. I always wonder how you, how they can sell, and it usually does pretty well. We were talking about this: how you can sell a ticket to just a doubles match, but if it was two zero, well, you sell the whole weekend. Sell the, you know, these guys that's go, true. These that's, people go the whole weekend. Yeah, yeah, they sell the weekend. And let's you know here. Let me let me interrupt this with a commercial message for Davis Cup. Here again, there's a, there's a beauty to that Saturday doubles. I think because you know, unlike say Fed Cup where they play the doubles last, even though it could be even more critical than a Davis Cup doubles. At least in the Davis Cup doubles, it gets its own day. It highlights the doubles. It, it really, really has helped keep the doubles. I game think it's in the right spot alive. too, in the middle. Yeah, it's true because I mean that I I don't typically watch a lot of doubles in in tournaments, but I do. There is something about that the way that's showcased in Davis Cup that makes it that brings out the best in. in and the singles players get the day off that they want, which justifies best of five. So if you had best of five, that's true. Two days in a row, and I like best of five in these big things. I think all big finals, including the World Tour final, ought to be best of five. All right. All right, well, that's all for today. And like I said, check in the weekend with Tom Prada's reports from Belgrade, racket reaction, reaction from Pete and Steve, and all of us here at Tennis.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. This Tennis.com podcast was brought to you by the Head Utech Star Series, offering more power, more control, and more comfort to your tennis game. Head, the power of you. For more news and information, head over to Tennis.com. Thanks for listening.